Today's episode of Outside the Rack is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the GymAware. In today's world of strength and conditioning, data collections become the utmost of importance, and that's exactly where GymAware separates itself from the competition. Because when we're sitting there and looking to collect data, what data are you actually collecting? And are the numbers you're looking at fitting into the exercises that you're utilizing? And even more so, are they going to answer the questions that you're looking for? Looking at different ways that you are moving the barbell through peak and mean, both velocity and power, is really what separates GymAware from the competition. Being able to understand what your ballistic exercises are doing separate to what your strength exercises are doing really allows you to program at a much more specific level for your athletes. So hop on over to kinetic.com.au to see what Evan and his team have in store for you today. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some fantastic practitioners that are always searching for more. But more what? What are strength and conditioning coaches searching for to better their ability to prepare their athletes? Well, what about cutting edge information or a place where you can find different opinions from forward thinking coaches on what you're doing, how you're doing, and try to get feedback to be better for your athletes? Or what about a place where you'll find like-minded coaches that can provide solid coaching advice and career development for you as you progress through your career as a strength and conditioning professional? Well, this is exactly why we built the Strength Coach Network. You'll have access to exclusive monthly content on top of the sensationally active forum that we have where you can communicate with coaches all over the world to find those answers that you're looking for to help you be a better practitioner for your athletes. So make sure you hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash CVASPS, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash C-V-A-S-P-S, and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the 52nd episode of Outside the Rack, brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of GymAware. In this show, we're just going to try to dive a little deeper into the minds of the top practitioners of the world of sport performance to learn a little bit more about who they actually are and how they got to where they are today. Today, we are joined via the bubble by the assistant strength and conditioning coach for the Los Angeles Lakers, Ed Street. Ed, thanks for being with us, brother. Anytime, Jay. Glad to be here, brother. Yeah, man. Glad to see you. Glad you're doing well. This is going to come out next Thursday, so you guys will already be a game or two into the playoffs. So excited to have the NBA back. The ball's been amazing. It's crazy that these teams are scoring 140 points a night almost on the regular. <laughs> it's like they maybe play too many games and they're resting <laughs> they're doing well. Uh, another talk for another day. Probably shouldn't record that and all this. But anyway, <laughs> before we get going too far, man, who was Ed? Yeah. So, again, thanks for having me, Jay. Um, so, Ed is a strength and conditioning coach with the Lakers, obviously. Uh, but going back – from Chicago, born and raised on the South Side. Uh, I'm a son, brother, uncle to my little nephew who's a little hoop head. It's, it's fun to listen to him. He knows all the mascots, all the all the teams, all the players. It's pretty impressive for a five-year-old. Also a guy that just fell in love with strength training at the age of about 12. That was when I had my first gym membership. And a fortunate guy who's, you know, had the opportunity to learn from some really, really great strength conditioning coaches along the way and coaches too. And, you know, that's kind of made me who I am today. Yeah, man. And of course, you know, 
bull's tree is amazing. But just me personally, going to puff my chest out, say another big time A-10 guy who's doing big yeah. things. You know, it's uh, – people, when I say stuff about, like, how awesome the coaches are in this league, I think people look at me and they're like, oh, yeah, that's cute. And it's like, no, really. Like, there are some awesome coaches that come through this league. Big time. Like, even just being here in the bubble – in the same hotel, our rivals, our little hallway rivals, the Clippers, uh, Daniel Shapiro was a strength coach at Dayton way back in the day. And, you know, he's been a mentor to me since 2010. And now, you know, we're back in L.A. together as rivals, but now we're staying here. We bump into each other in the hallway every day. Yeah, man. If we're talking about guys from the A-10 in the league, I got to give a shout out to my boy, Ben Kenyon. Uh, still, to this day, the best dressed strength coach in the history of the Atlanta <laughs> Uh, one of the best dudes around too, man. Such a great dude. Man. Yeah. Great dude. Might be seeing him at half court next week. So yeah. Yes. Yes. Pull up. We might actually talk about that a little bit at the end, but let's, uh, what I do think is really neat about, you know, your career is, you know, you, a guy from Chicago who got a, got a stint with the bulls and then over to the, to Yukon and then the Dayton flyers. And then now out to, to showtime. So you, you, you're not a guy afraid to pack it up and go. You're not a guy afraid to try a different challenge. I, you know, so you've seen a lot. You know, you work with – people can argue all you want. You work with the greatest player in the history of the game and some yeah. of the some phenomenal players that are playing around him as well. And you've worked with some of the best players to play the game. You know, even like that young kid when he was in Chicago. And so this I'm actually really excited about. Could you describe for us a learning situation that brought about an epiphany in your career? Yeah. So this is, uh, this is something that's happened a a number of times, but it's always kind of been rooted in the same, the same thing. So one of the most beneficial or, you know, things that has shaped who I am today, especially as a strength conditioning coach is just how beneficial high quality strength training can be to an athlete. And this has happened at almost every stop along the way, but you know, it'll hit me again. You know, it happened when I was an intern back in 2011 at DePaul when I did, I didn't know anything about anything. You know, it was my first internship. I was stocking fridges and just trying to learn as much as I can. Um, And Matt Calloway, you know, introduced me to, you know, my first exposure to strength conditioning and, you know, training athletes. It also happened when I went out to Arizona State as an intern and a graduate assistant working with Rich Wenner, who's been there 30-something years. You know, that's one of the OGs in, in our field. And just, you know, as a young strength coach, I'm trying to, you know, do all the sexy, cool stuff, you know, technology this, technology that. And it's just like, you know, like focus on the strength and conditioning part of it, you know, the, the roots of it. You know, that was a great learning experience under Rich out there. And then I go to Chicago where, you know, arguably one of the best and one of the richest strength and conditioning um, programs in the NBA and all professional sports with, you know, the whole Alver Meal tree, Eric Helland, who was there when I was there, Nick Papanick was the head strength coach, Matt Johnson was the assistant and getting to learn from those guys just, and it, it was funny because it's the same message, you know, strength can fix a lot of things. And, you know, it's, it's a very valuable thing to add to the athlete. Um, and their toolbox. And, and now I'm still learning it here under Chatton Hill and uh, Gunnar Peterson, you know, guys who let's see Gunner's, you know, one of the, one of the goats in, in the field too. 
one of the OGs. You know, he's been doing this for longer than I've been alive. So it's great to pick his brain here and there. And then Chatton Hill, who's, you know, been around the NBA for 14 years, to pick his brain too. You know, and a couple of things you pick up along the, along the way, kind of touching on, the, you know, how beneficial strength can be, you know, how it can impact injury reduction, uh, obviously increased performance, how load can be corrective in manner, you know, just get loading guys through full range, full and safe range of motion. And also something, you know, that uh, might be incorporated with that is it can build character a little bit and, you know, kind of teach guys to, to push through some stuff and that they are actually, you know, much stronger mentally and physically than they may uh, anticipate. I dig it, man. I do. I didn't know you were under rich. Yeah. Yeah. I went out there. I interned for, for a year knowing that the GA position would open up. It was funny. I just went out there for spring break one time to hang out with friends and, you know, shot him an email and we kind of chatted and he was like, if you want to come out and intern more than welcome. So I did and got to learn from him and he's one of the, one of the true OGs. Oh, and what just a salt of the earth. Awesome human. Amazing. Funny side story with Rich. We played them in the NIT here a few years back. And I couldn't tell you, I don't remember what this kid's name was that they had on their squad, but this dude was a man. And I've never seen, he dunked on one of our guys. <laughs> it was one of the worst in-game dunks I've ever seen in my whole life. Was, it was one that like, if it was on our end of the floor, like even you, like Ooh. at the end of the bench, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you try not to make the reaction because it might pop up in film or on a highlight reel oh yeah <laughs> but like all of us like it was one of the ones where like the walk-ons turn and they look at you and they're like yeah <laughs> like you see that like what <laughs> it was like yeah next play next play yeah like, come on get back get back we'll, we'll run his own <laughs> and hide you a little bit you're okay <laughs> you know but no he's an amazing dude and like all of those stops it's yeah, really I'm, crazy that it's like it just keeps popping up. I'm I'm fortunate, man. I've I've learned some from from what I consider some of the best in the field. Hundred percent, man. hundred percent. But as a guy again, I mean that's an even bigger trip, right? You know, Chicago down, old oh yeah, all this. So you've been bouncing all over, and, and it, it was funny. Rich and like one, you know, a lot of those stops were internships. So intern at DePaul, Arizona State. Obviously, that turned into a graduate assistant and then uh, interned again with the Chicago Bulls for two years. You know, that one was easy because it was home from being from Chicago. But remember, Rich even called me. He was just like, you know, he called me the intern. He was like, do you ever want to make money doing this? And it was just kind of like, you know, like it, it'll come. It'll come down the line. And, you know, it's uh, yeah, just I don't know. It, it's been I'm never going to pass up an opportunity to learn. And, you know, grow under great strength coaches. That's something that I think is, you know, molded me to who I am. And, you know, it's, it's been, it's been fun too, from living all the way up in the East coast and Connecticut to, you know, South beach now, you know, Marina Del Rey where I'm at. So, you know, found some stops along the way too, in the desert, Chicago, Ohio. So it's been fun. Yeah, man. But as a guy who's sitting there and willing to learn and pick people's brains and find the next answer, if you could ask one question, what would that question be and why? Oof. Man, there's, there's a lot. But uh, in these times right now, one, you know, I'll, I'll, I hate to cheat, but I'm going to give you two. But one is, you know, the best way to cure this COVID stuff right now, that would be one, uh, just because I think it's impacting 
you know, athletics at, at every level. Obviously, we're doing this from inside the bubble in Orlando. And, you know, you, I know you guys are just getting back to training, too. And there's questions about, you know, what, you know, what's going to happen with all of collegiate athletics and professional athletics moving forward. So that, that would definitely be something that I would, you know, like to like to know uh, just also just for the, the sake of athletes and kids, you know, like when I was at Dayton, you know, I got to grow really close with all those kids. And then you see, you know, they were a number one seed, you know, at least predicted number one seed going into the tournament. And then that just gets pulled from them. You know, it's really, really, really tough to see that happen to kids. You kind of, you know, build a great relationship with that work so hard. And, you know, it, it wasn't just them. It was everybody, every athlete across the nation. So it's, uh, you know, that, that's definitely something I would like to, to know. I'm sure everybody would just so it, you know, hopefully doesn't have too much of a negative impact on, you know, athletics and, you know, how, how it's going to affect kids, you know, that could have had a shot to get a look overseas or go pro or, you know, even just, you know, show themselves and be at school, you know, so uh, that that's definitely one thing I'd like to know. And then, you know, just kind of outside of that, um, you know, more related to performance is just how much is too much, you know, especially in my setting at the NBA. Now it's tough when you have practice and, you know, every, you know, practice games every other day, especially in the bubble back to backs travel, you know, we're not traveling as much here, but there is still a lot of stress. So, you know, just trying to know, you know, how much is too much or, you know, what that perfect little, um, number is or load yeah i think that that's kind of the magic question for all of us right and even if it's not how much is too much like how much is enough you know, like we right a cup but i think a lot of us overfill it a lot where's the sweet spot no doubt no doubt but listen man as a guy on the road literally right now living on the road you know and i'm sure this is this is a unique question for the present moment <laughs> but when when Ed's back on on the left coast or doing his thing back in Dayton, what was your escape? Man, I have a lot. Uh, just I don't know. To to start, I would definitely say you know I I fell in love with lifting at the age of twelve. I literally had a gym membership. You know, I would go down to the end zone gym and all of a sudden you know try to learn from the the professional bodybuilder that owned the gym and you know that was fun I fell in love with this that's definitely one of the escapes we have a couple of gyms here you know I'm very fortunate to get to have access to those to train myself I kind of like to to squat here and there and um, you know so obviously lifting my little airdyne bike as well you know got that here and you know some some other things like outside of training because you know sometimes I think you need to do some of that just to kind of to do something else to if it's your job you know and you're always doing that you might get a little burnt out so some other things you know music whether it be trying to teach myself how to you know play or just diving into old albums you know that you know take you back to you know when you were a kid and that, that's been a big part of my life and then here also just you know getting a a glass of wine with friends trying to learn a little bit more about wine and obviously about them and you know just kind of hanging out letting letting your hair down uh chilling out and then you know obviously i can't do it from here but this is still kind of part of it but traveling you know that's you know bouncing around the nation you know job after job it's just been you know kind of getting to learn you know different regions different areas also meeting different people you know travel's been pretty cool especially with a professional organization you're traveling city to city so 
you know, I, I think once this is all over, hopefully get some time to myself and maybe uh, expand my international travel. I haven't done as much as I would like to, you know, being, being an intern, I really didn't have the budget for that for, for so long. So uh, international travel would definitely be something I look forward to when we're out of here. Would really be squats around the world then. Exactly. <laughs> squats around the world. You guys should search that hashtag if you don't understand it. Um, <laughs> but no, I thought that it was cool too. I, I think it was the other day. You, you got a keyboard in there. Yeah, yeah. I ordered a keyboard. I remember I, I taught myself guitar when I was, I don't know, in eighth grade and tried to teach myself piano when I was, I think, like a freshman in college. And it was just like, I thought I was going to have a lot more downtime here. And I was just like, yeah, I'll order a keyboard. And then like finally got to it. And, you know, it, it's actually remarkable. I find, you know, doing that or the the guitar, you know, I, I can't read the sheet music yet, but it, it keeps it keeps you sharp, you know, whether you're memorizing it or whatever, the timing, the, you know, syncing that together, it really, really keeps me sharp. So it's definitely something I like to kind of to still use. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Ed, it's great to see you, bro. I'm glad you're doing well. I'm fired up to see the Lake Show make this run, man, and uh, rooting hard for you, brother. Just glad you're doing great and glad you could join us. I appreciate that, man. Always great seeing you, and, you know, hopefully I'll get to see Richmond basketball uh, against the Flyers this year. I hope so, man. I really do. I really do. Well, listen, brother, cheers. I appreciate your time, and we'll be in touch. All right, man.